0: what it is duke city happy monday my friends welcome to the program you're listening to two men on on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal if you don't know where we are we're in the john lopez real estate and Cowell banker legacy studio all of your real estate needs can be Fixed by this young gentleman, John Lopez. If you don't know him, he does amazing things for the real estate community and the Albuquerque community in general. Buy a house, sell a house, learn how to sell real estate. I don't know what else. Paint a house. He could be a model as well. Hug spray a house. I don't know what else does he do. He does Besides, all besides looking great
1: at all times.
0: This is charming, suave, <laughs> Latino lover. <laughs> Sitting across from me Robert Buck D Gibson how's it going my dude Man coming off a great weekend
1: excited to be back in the studio on air It's been a good two days how about you Yeah good weekend Oh yeah great weekend great weekend No complaints at all
0: We got a pinch hitter coming up to bat That's right Bobcat what's happening I'm in for the day Vitals are going to be a little busy for yeah. a week or so Yeah that's what I understood and
2: tomorrow you have Stephanie
0: for the rest of the week. And Stephanie for the rest of the week. Once okay. the uh, statutes of limitations raise, then we'll tell you what Vital did. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear that myself. It's going to be a good story. Okay. You know, he talks about his, you know, mafia Chicago background all the time. and Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's been on witness protection for years now. They finally got him. Well, Somebody had to. Oh, whoops. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, you did. Allegedly. All right, there you go. That's they finally, the word. They easy. finally got him. Allegedly. I ain't no snitch. You know what happens in Burke. Yeah. <laughs> Snitches get stitches here. I think that applies all over. Crazy weekend in sports, playoff basketball. They named the MVP today. No one can score a run in baseball. We're definitely going to hit on this later, but baseball is going to a place that you do not expect it to be. Uh Uh-oh. We got Forrest Stulting joining us in the 4 o'clock hour. Talk about what's coming up for the Topes this week. We got Jeff Grammer in the 6 o'clock hour talking about, well, whatever, because he's the expert. Robert, I got a very important question. Uh Uh-oh, what is it? Do you want to see an Ant-Man sequel? No. Bob says no.
1: Actually, I do. You do? I do. What? Wait a minute. What, what's what's the issue in there? What's the issue,
0: Bob? Well, I'm going to get to it. I'll tell you what. This one will not be starring Paul Rudd. Oh, I don't want to see it. They recast it. What? Yep. No, no. This one will be starring Van Nunley. N- well, I definitely want
1: to see it now.
0: As I got bit by an ant
1: while I was doing oh. yard work. Oh, you
0: see, my wrist is all yeah, swollen yeah. up.
1: Do you got that on the? You got that on the live? There you go. Yeah.
0: So so far, oh here you go. I'll put it on the camera. If yeah, you're yeah, look if you're that. joining us, Facebook Live. Go on the interwebs at TalkABQ on Instagram, Two Men On on Facebook, or just Google one of us. You'll eventually get there. Come and join us. Have some fun in the Facebook live stream, 505-246-0610. Call or text us on the Sports Animal Hotline. But yeah, man, I got some intense swelling in my wrist and forearm. Yeah, that's pretty. From this ant bite. And it was pretty comical the way it happened. So I was doing some yard work okay. over the weekend, right? I think I mentioned I was doing yard work. And I got I got my tools ready. I went back to the shed. I got my rake. I got my shovel. I got my weed hoe. Not the good one. The labor one. Got the weed hoe out. Went and got my gloves. I got these really cool gloves one of my friends gave me. They got like the, the rubber knuckles and it's like got stretches and yeah. all the right spots. Just great gloves. Got my gloves ready. Toss my gloves down on the ground on the front porch. Ready to clean up the, the front yard. Go inside. Give the dog some water and be like, hey boys, I'll see you in like an hour. Yeah. You know, don't freak out. Put in my AirPods. And you, this is exactly what you told me what you were going to do this weekend. I'm a man yeah. of my word. Yeah. A man of character and integrity. If Here I say go. I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. There we go. So put in my AirPods, and, you know, I put on that new Pusha T. Oh. Put on that new Vince Staples. Oh, and, you were jamming. jamming. Okay. I was in the zone. Yeah, yeah. So I go outside on the front porch, throw my gloves on, and just get that weed hoe, and I start going at it. Mm-hmm. Got this... uh big, rough pile of weeds just going at it, going at it, going at it. And I felt something itching inside my glove. Oh, he was chilling in the glove. And I was like, oh, man, a little piece of detritus. Like maybe a, a twig or a leaf got in my glove, and I'm just going at it. I'm like, I don't care. I'm, I'm in the, th- the th- zone. I'm, th- I'm th- going th- for <laughs> it. I'm just going for it. And then I finally uh, finished hoeing this patch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, my wrist still itches. And I pull my glove off. And there's this giant. Oh, it was a big one, huh? Giant, big boy. It might have been the queen, for all I know. <laughs> it was a giant ant stuck in the glove, and so you, you could see its like entry point right here.
3: Yeah, I see, see it. it. Yeah, show it to the it's television. Big. See that?
0: Yeah. And so that's definitely where he either bit me, or impregnated my wrist, because I can't tell the sexes of ants. I don't know how to do that. If You pick, yeah. them, pick them up and like look under the ant. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. I didn't. I didn't Google it either because I was like so upset about. So he bit me. I could see one really bad one on my wrist, but he bit me like a two dozen oh, yeah, times. Yeah, it, it was. Because he wanted you up. He obviously wanted out of the glove, yeah, right? And you I was you wasn't complying. I was going for it. Oh, if I wasn't so into it, I would have been like, "Oh, what's this on my wrist? What is this inconvenience?" And I would have looked into the glove and saw the ant. But no. I just kept going for it and going for it and going for it and now I'm paying the price. Yeah, man. As you can tell, my wrist is hot pink and swollen. Yeah, it looks like you were you had a stressful
1: weekend. You were trying to end it all or something. <laughs> That's um this is my first time
0: seeing your wrist.
1: I was like, oh. I didn't I didn't
0: complain about it this morning when yeah. we had our we had our meeting. Yeah. I didn't say anything. And it started itching like 2 hours ago. It didn't itch the first 2 days. Are you putting anything on it? Um, I went to the the first aid cabinet. Yeah, here at a here at the studio, and they didn't have any Benadryl. Okay, but they did have some like lidocaine spray. Ah, so now it doesn't itch at all. Yeah, they just numbed it all the way. It doesn't. Up. I have yeah. no feelings whatsoever. Yeah. So this is going to be the worst sequel to Ant Man ever, because <laughs> nothing happens. Unless, unless, like. It takes me like a week or so to turn into Ant-Man. Yeah. Nothing has happened yet except for my arm is swollen. Is that even how Ant-Man came about? I Uh, think you're mixing it up with Spider-Man. That is right, aren't (laughs) I? Any (laughs) insect-based comic book character. (laughs) I'm assuming he just came from a Yeah, just got read by one. (laughs) Is there like a, from Star TV and Radio, who's in the Facebook live chat, Brandon Ortega needs to borrow my weed hoe, so you may, buddy. I'll let you. Or, or or come to this or take him to the store so he can pick out his first weed hoe. Oh, I doubt it's his first weed hoe. He's been around. Bob, aren't you glad you came today? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a new trainee. We're, we're coming in hot with yeah, yeah, ant so, bites and weed hoes,
2: and he says ant two. Is not worth going to.
1: the the no, second
2: one. The second one. Yeah the the second Ant Man was really bad. So no matter how bad yours oh, is, you can't possibly be as bad.
0: I agree. Uh, yes. okay. I just okay. thought the first one was first great. one was
1: great. Yeah. Yeah, that, first one was great. Yeah.
0: Hey, introduce yourself to the friends yeah, of the show. Yeah, hey, Jerry Wright, how you doing? Jerry Wright, yes. new producer trainee. Uh, you bet. Learning everything Bob can teach me. All right. Well, he is a wealth of knowledge and talent, so you're in good hands back there. I think so. Just don't push this button. Speaking of hands, I can't feel my hand. I think yeah. I sprayed too much lidocaine probably on just, it. from the elbow on up, right? Yeah, it's like, just I could. elbow down, I mean. I can pinch my forearm and feel it, <laughs> but my wrist and hands are numb. I hope he didn't, like, impregnate my wrist, because I think it's just like a little infection, right? That's why it's puffy? Yeah, yeah. Just a little infection. Yeah, just a little. Irritating. My body's trying to get rid of it, right? But there's this little bump right here. I'll, I'll show you. See if I can do it. Yeah. So, the little side profile. I think like the queen ant might have got me pregnant, and I'm gonna give birth to like. You would think the queen was was, was the one. <laughs> that She is, wanted you. Yeah, like, that's a van. No,
1: it wasn't a regular one. It was the queen. The queen's after me. Does she have any? Does she have any wings on her or anything like that? I think the
0: wings fell off in my glove wings of when she was trying to get out. <laughs> no Tierra, <laughs> No sachet uh-huh. or nothing. <laughs> uh-huh. Brandon
1: Ortega says, stop, Ant-Man and the Wasp were solid.
0: I think average. I guess yeah. It was hard to follow up that first one, I think. Well, at least it was better than the Marvel movie that Brandon took us to, Black Widow. Oh, you guys talk about this. Endlessly. It's so average.
1: I don't see how y'all went to a movie theater to see that. It was like our first movie after COVID. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So uh, you guys were excited because of that,
0: really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And excited for the new Marvel movie and excited just so pedestrian. Yeah, that one was was just regular people in tight suits. All right, Jerry, what's worse, Ant-Man 2 or or Black Widow? I have not seen Black Widow yet. Oh, you have? And I've got Disney+. Plus. You're winning. Oh, my. (laughs) And I just haven't. You know, just haven't
1: taken the time. Okay, that lets you know how bad it is. If he didn't <laughs> even jump to see it, yeah, and it's been this long, yeah,
0: you're not missing. And it. it's got frigging Scarlett Johansson. I mean, ScarJo, you yeah. bad. You yeah. got ScarJo, and you don't watch it. Either. Yeah, it's got some bad reviews. I'm, behind, I haven't, I still haven't seen Spider Man.
1: I saw that. You put that in the text.
0: Yeah, I got to hurry you up. You have to watch that. It's a gra- it's a really good oh, one. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. I think I just didn't get it in a the theater, and then I got got behind. Okay, so update's coming if I turn into Ant-Man or not. <laughs> I would like to shrink myself. I mean, there's parts I'd like to enlarge, but I think it'd be really <laughs> cool to like shrink myself. Well, hopefully this doesn't come out like the old Fly movie.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh, God. Jeff Goldblum over here. Why'd you put that in my head? I, that's the first thing I thought of because I was like, <laughs> I don't think there's a radioactive ant. It's just
0: a regular one. Okay, I got that rant out of my system. NFL talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The boys wouldn't be here without our partners and sponsors out in the community, and one of them being New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We start Every day with New Mexico Pinon coffee, and I'm having some right now. Usually I like to have it black. That's just it? Like just, That's it? Yeah. Wow. It's like to have it black. I just do black coffee in the morning. Man. Oh, wait, you never took the coffee challenge, did you, at the golf tournament? No, I did. Oh, we forgot to get you a cup.
1: Actually, you know what? It came in one of the gift bags. I have it at home.
0: Okay. I do. But you don't have a coffee maker or a French press. No, I rest. don't. That's <laughs> why
1: it's still on my coffee table. Okay, you...
0: <laughs> It's
1: have pushing. a coffee table with coffee with no coffee maker. All right, you got two of the three big ones. <laughs> you have a coffee cup. Yep, I got. All right, my, you got, got three one. out of four. Yeah,
0: but the most important, I don't have. Okay, so I got an idea. What you do is you boil some water. Oh, we're going to old school with it. And then you fold up some toilet paper old and school. set it on top of your coffee cup. They call it a pour over in the hipster coffee community. Say, you've, been but you you've been to prison, before, you could do your own. Been to prison before? Something well, like jail, that. not prison. <laughs> <laughs> so, van with the jailhouse instructions over here so you get your coffee cup yeah. you fold up the toilet paper mm-hmm. set the toilet paper on top of the coffee cup put a scoop of grounds on top of the coffee cup yeah. and pour water over it oh, and then it'll filter the same coffee will filter right down so how how
1: many okay two ply how many times do i fold it uh oh my god are we talking like Charmin?
0: Or are we talking yeah like, yeah I, yeah like only you the, got the only, good stuff only the best You treat your B.H. right, don't you? Yeah, buddy. What a dude. Yeah. Uh, I would say probably like 20. 20? Like a bunch. Really? Okay. Yeah, the hot water is going to go right through it. Okay. got That makes sense. Can we get this on? We got to get this on video. We got to do it. put it it on Instagram. We got to do this. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Jailhouse coffee (laughs) from Robert's house. (laughs) Derrick Henry is the odds-on favorite for comeback player of the year, and we'll hit on that right after – we touch base with our comeback caller of the year, Lenny. It's been so long. How you doing, my dude? Eventually, he's coming. He coming. There he is. You there?
3: Yeah, here I am. Yeah. Hey, Lenny. You know, the film industry just doesn't always let you have days off. You know, you got to work the schedule. But when I listen to you guys talk about Joe House Coffee. It almost reminds me of a guy when we were filming the movie called War on Everyone, and we had to use people who actually spend time in jail. And the guy's telling us how we made it, how to make shank out of toilet paper and paint. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. But as he's telling us that we're clearing the room, and like, okay, our lunch is over.
0: Okay. Well, he taught you how to make a shank. Did he teach you where to hide it? Yeah, no. that's the question. This no. was. No, this
3: was a. This was a, a, a off the record, or contact me through Facebook Messenger, <laughs> and I'll give you the whole story because I can't say it on the air.
0: There we go. Okay, deal.
3: But, I mean, it cleaned the room out. when you listen, He's talking like I'm tying my shoe.
0: Oh. So like it's nothing.
3: It was just not so now, let's do basketball real quick before we get to Marvel. Sure, hit if it. If anyone's going to complain that Jokic won, are the same people who think Canelo won Saturday night. Oh, uh, thank
0: you. Uh, okay. Thank you good, very good, much good. for okay? that.
3: Because that Canelo fight, Canelo said that Bebo only won four or five rounds. And I said this this morning. And I said, that is true. Bevo only won four or five of the first six rounds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
3: Okay. He beat him to the punch. He beat him at everything. Canelo landed 88 total punches for the fight. 88. He usually does that in two or three rounds. Right. Okay, and the fact that these judges all scored at one fifteen and one. Which fight were they watching?
1: I was, okay. I was so afraid that they were going to steal that fight from him, like they did. Oh, Triple was, G. Was, two of
3: the judges only had to go one more round the other way, and it would have been a split draw. Yep, and it would have been a, a. The building would have imploded. Okay, this wasn't even that close. Now. He did the rematch clause, and I'm going to give Bebo credit. He wants to give Canelo a chance, and he wants to drop in weight and fight Canelo at 167 mm-hmm. for Canelo's titles.
1: How do you but think that's going to go? Canelo, what was that? How do you think that's going to go if that fight happens at at Canelo's B-ball
3: weight? Bebo would still beat him for the simple fact. Agreed. For him to cut another eight pounds is like me giving up a jelly donut on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's not going to be that hard because he has the height, he has the strength, and it's much easier to cut eight pounds than to add 20 and try to fight.
1: Agreed.
0: Yeah, I agree completely.
3: You know, the only thing that Canelo loses out here is a $50 million payday to fight Triple G and get another win given to him that he didn't earn.
0: Speaking of payday, Ant-Man 3 starring Van Nunley coming out in a few months. (laughs)
3: Yeah, but what's what's but what's your Dr. worst? did did 185 million in the states and only 430 million worldwide, and did 90 percent of all ticket states in the, in the uh, tickets this past weekend. Wow. Okay.
1: Have you did you watch it? Have you seen it?
3: Yeah, I did. The only thing scary was that was my divorce hearing. <laughs> I, keep, uh, I keep hearing it's a horror movie. Know. No, no, it was, but what was nice about it was, it was, I'm not going to give too much, but from out the gate, it just starts. And it's only two minutes, two hours and six minutes instead of two hours and 50 minutes. And, you know, Batman was good with Robert Pattinson, but, I mean, there was parts where where it slowed down, but, you know, it made $750 million, but Marvel is back at it again. Yeah. You know ant-man 3 everyone likes because paul rudd has a good little looks and <laughs> eventually lily if she's not sticking her foot so far up a button mouth she might keep the role for another movie or two you know is not bad to look at
0: i i finally watched the batman lenny and fred has been lambasting the batman forever i didn't think it was as bad as fred said it was yeah me neither
3: well great I, I it's luckily I've, you know you got it for free on hbo mag yep so i, I did it kind of like that movie with uh the robert de niro movie that was like three hours long and people told you how to break it into four segments so that's what i did with the batman every day i watched it for like you know in three equal parts
0: that's what i did i watched it in three sittings it took me a week
3: i mean, <laughs> I it, could it, see it it <laughs> was okay but he's not ben Affleck. he's not michael keaton
0: yeah definitely he, not christian bale Lenny, I think we might have lost you right there, buddy.
3: Can you hear me? Oh, we're with can you. you. Okay, okay, ready to go. Okay, can you hear me now? I'm yeah. with you. Okay, so all, to me, Robert Patterson is this Twilight and a Batman costume. Sure, it was hard
0: to take serious, mm-hmm. especially with the yeah. emo boy, like the early 2000s emo boy haircut. Yes, that was hard to take yeah. seriously. You
3: know, and you know what Robert saved it for Patterson me in the middle? No, he can control the narrative for the Batman series. Wrong. He's not bigger than the Batman mm-hmm. movie. I just thought it was good, just, not great. They just need to let the Justice League finish out what was brought to the plate. And everything be fine. Yeah. But are they going to be able to catch Marvel with everything that Marvel's doing?
1: No. Nah, yeah. Never. No, they're too far behind.
3: It, and, and then with everything that you see in Doctor Strange and everyone that's being introduced, if I'm Henry Cavill, I want to be Captain Britain and then say, thank you, D.C., you blew your chance. Hmm. Yeah, that's a smart LR, move. Give it to Idris Elba.
1: Give oh. everything to Idris Elba. Ooh, now he's well, talking.
3: He should, Idris Elba should have be already been playing James Bond, but they're so afraid to break that glass ceiling and let him play it.
0: Well, yep. I mean, there's going to be a woman next, right? Well, I don't know. The, well, I think you, the next Bond's a woman. If you watch the last
1: Bond, the, the 007 was actually a black woman.
3: Right, it was. Yeah, but, you, but you don't think Idris Elba can pull that off? Oh, any most day definitely.
1: Or night? Oh, most definitely. Shauna Lynch? He he embodies I, that, that whole role.
3: I mean, I saw the man when he was up here filming uh, his Western. The man can play anything he wants. Yep. He could burp for t- 30 minutes and he would sell tickets. <laughs> you know. I'm, being, I'm just being sad. Now, let's get into basketball real quick.
4: Okay, real quick. We're and up against it, Lenny. Just,
3: and, and up against the clock. Let's just give Chris Paul his award for coming in second place because he's never going to win a title.
1: Agreed.
3: It's going to be Milwaukee with their front line of six foot ten Bobby Portis, 7' foot Brooke Lopez, and the man-child known as Giannis. Yep. And if you have anyone in the West that can beat him, good luck with that. I
0: concur. Uh, the Bucks were my pick at the beginning of the year. They did nothing but reinforce that all year. Giannis is my MVP, even though the stats say Embiid. If you just go by well,
3: well, okay, per go stats, by per the, or by the win stats do not say no. You're wrong. The stats do not stand because look at this stats. One uh, Giannis. I mean. uh. Jokic, Jokic, first center ever to have 2,000 points, mm-hmm. yeah. 1,000 rebounds, 1,500 assists, and the highest PER in the history of any center.
0: Right, he had the highest PER back-to-back years. Yep, it's okay. hard to do he in this led sport. The
3: league for centers in wins <laughs> and defensive wins, and he did it with two of the top three players on the team.
0: Not even planned. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody so, goes through their problems. Everyone goes through their ups okay, so and downs do have, throughout the NBA season.
3: Okay, so let's flip it around. Embiid loses two of their top three players. You think Embiid is going to do what Jokic does?
0: Sure. <laughs> I don't see why yeah. not. I don't see I
3: don't, why not. I don't
1: think so because he doesn't stay healthy.
3: First of hey, well, forget well. about staying healthy. Do you yep. think his basketball IQ is as high as jo- uh, uh, Jokic?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, all three of the big dudes. I, I wouldn't be <laughs> mad if you gave it to to Jokic, Giannis, or Embiid this year. I think they all deserved it. It's yeah. they,
3: they all had great years. It was great to finally see the big man stepping up and leading the league in scoring, and the big man starting to get get respect.
0: Lenny, thanks but for guess, the call. Hey, know, Lenny, thanks for the call. He, we he missed you around here. Home. Thanks for the Hollywood well, perspective. We I'm appreciate for you. The next
3: couple of weeks, and I can enjoy some of the movies I've missed.
0: Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Catch up with us. We appreciate the call. Thanks for being a friend of the show. When we get back, the Albuquerque Isotopes, Forrest Stolting. You're listening to Two Men on on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. <laughs>
2: And if you're wondering, that's Ant-Man theme music.
0: That is the Ant-Man theme music, because I'm assuming throughout the show I'll be turning more and more into the Ant-Man. If you were just joining us, <laughs> I can't I wait got... for, to
2: see you reaching up to the microphone because you're so small. <laughs>
0: Are my antennas coming in yet? What talent does an ant have besides Numbers. What are strong. They, the sheer numbers, right? Numbers? They're strong. Strength for their size. Yeah, right? yeah. That's what it is. That's my thing. I'm and the, but and I'm already strong for my size. They're a gang. And there's more of them than there are of us. Yeah, it's a gang. Wouldn't that be nuts? Like, the ants finally turn on us? Like, they just come out of the ground and just eat every human in seconds. Nah, that's scary, man. But why hasn't that movie been made? Has it not? Not that I can think of. Hey, that'd be a that'd be a nice horror movie. Let's erase that. Hold on, we never said that. Nope. Do not. Oh, you're way too late. What? Wait, wait. Do you late. do you know of the an ants taking over the world movie? Well, there was the. Early
2: disaster movies. Back All in those the 50s. old ones were the yeah. Ants the ants were,
0: were big as buildings. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm talking about the real life ant. I'm talking about real life right now. The yeah. ants taking over. Have like you ever had a fire ant bite you? They just get. Mm, yes, that's like, Bob. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what
2: happened. Yes,
0: on well, my hand right now. I well, can't. I can't even see the veins in my arm. According to Van, it was the queen. It was definitely the queen. She she
1: had to take a bite out of Van. As most queens do. There we go. That's what I was getting at. She couldn't resist. (laughs) Just couldn't resist. Hey, fellas, chill. I
0: got this one. (laughs) Forrest of the Isotopes, will be calling in shortly. He's a busy guy. He's a busy guy, right? So Derrick Henry is the odds-on favorite to win the comeback player of the year. And that's kind of dumb. Yes, he almost had a thousand yards already. He was
1: leading the league in rushing. He was like four he, or five weeks after he was hurt. Yes,
0: he was. Come on, man. He played eight games, almost hit a thousand yards. You don't give. He was the offensive player of the year two years ago. Yeah, first team All Pro three years ago. It's not a surprise if Derrick Henry comes back. How about? a guy that's missed two years who you got in mind how about michael thomas he's missed a year and a half i think that's a better story and if it wasn't for the real reason why he didn't play deshaun watson yeah he's been gone way longer than that i don't think derrick henry's amazing look I take him first pick in every fantasy league I get. He's a stud. He's the best running back in football, of course. But he was leading the league in rushing when he got hurt last year.
1: I'm going to say something that's kind of surprising. It took me maybe two seasons to think, to find out Derrick Henry was the truth. Because
0: I was just like, he's just so big. He's not going to continue right. this. Well, he was, uh, he was He 1B for a while. Yeah, because they had a, a dual backfield. Yep, yeah, they did. Yep. Yeah, they had 1A and 1B for some time. And I think it was a smart move on their part because now he gets 250 carries a season. And you see what happens. You're eventually going to break down. But I don't see how a guy who almost had 1,000 yards the year before can be the comeback player of the year. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the odds on favorites after Henry
1: those names way, make way more sense I got a name Huh. who was the man and we know he's been out for a long period of time for
0: injuries and everything else Christian McCaffrey Christian McCaffrey I mean that's a way better one yeah because he was like actually missed the whole season and he basically missed the whole season before exactly too. yep that was my that was my first pick in my fantasy draft last year. You fell McHalf. for it, yeah. I fell for him again.
1: I would have. I would have, if I had the number one pick in mind. I would have got him
0: too. Yeah, it's like he can't get hurt two years in
1: a row. Oh, no, there's no way he's coming back with a vengeance.
0: It's not like he's a fragile, skinny white guy. There's no way. I'm looking here, Marcus Mariota. That's an interesting pick. He's, yeah, uh, there's some great, there's some great picks in here. He's the sixth, sixth most favorite. Michael Thomas, great choice. Jameis Winston, great choice. Yeah. If it wasn't for all the alleged crimes, Deshaun Watson's a great choice. Trubisky. You think Trubisky comes back and plays 17 games, he won't be the comeback player of the year? That's a good one. That's a great one. Travis Etienne. Yeah. Got hurt. First snap of the preseason got hurt.
1: That's got to be the worst. Yeah. Very first snap. You go through all of the training. You go through preseason. Regular seasons here. You're amped up. Opening day,
0: bam. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, these are all way better. Way better than a guy who had a thousand yards. <laughs> he had a thousand. That's a whole season. Like, there's probably a hundred running backs on rosters in the NFL who are like almost a thousand yards in a whole season. You yeah. promise I could have that year? I'll take it. That's silly. Like here's like real comeback players of the year. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Last year's. Yeah. Okay. Demolished the whole season. Knee reconstruction came back. Alex Smith. Oh, that was a good one. That's one of the best ones ever, right? Yeah. He was,
1: matter of fact, he wasn't even supposed to have a leg.
0: No. Yeah. He was picking out like Tiger Woods. He was like picking out prosthesis. Right. They're like, if this doesn't go right, we need to know what prosthesis you want so we can order it for you. Year before that, Tannehill missed a whole season, came back from obscurity. Year before that, Andrew Luck came back from having the worst beard of all time. <laughs> they over, overcame the odds on that. <laughs> Went from beard to MVP. Keenan Allen the year before, Jordy. These are all guys that like missed a whole season with a gruesome injury and came back. And early Gruesome e- injury, too. Yeah. It
1: wasn't, like you said, you're halfway through the season and you're leading the league and he whatever.
0: led the league in rushing halfway through the season. Yeah. That's not a comeback player of the year. That's just like a guy coming back. I don't get it.
1: Well, let me play devil's advocate, though. Hold up. Hit me. Hold up. We're, we're piling on here. Okay, okay. Think about the team that he's on. Think about what that team lost and what that team has now. So they lost their two best receivers, AJ Brown, um, Julio's gone. Then they're coming back with they they got the rookie, they they drafted a quarterback, they still have Tannehill. So they're probably looking around. Well, they actually they they actually uh, replaced Brown with Basically, the the outline of Brown, yeah, but a younger body, the DNA of yeah, Brown. the DNA they just made him in a petri dish.
0: They got, they got, they got, they got.
1: So Derek Henry is the only proven commodity on that team. So
0: I could definitely see them giving him the ball forty times a game. Sure, if he's yeah. healthy, he can, if, so yeah, he's the type of guy who can set a record anytime he walks out on the field. Yeah, but let me devil's advocate your devil. Oh, advocate. Okay. He, he almost had a thousand yards in eight games, right? Right. Then he goes down. Okay, and then the Titans are without the best running back in the league for the whole year. Yeah, the Titans still got the number one seed. They did. It's not like they missed them, huh? A- again, we're not. They talk- missed them, but yeah, they missed them. Still got the number one seed without them. That's, that makes that makes plenty of sense, right there. Yeah. All right. When we get back, either Forrest Stolting of the Isotopes, are we talking Kentucky Derby? You're listening to Two Men on on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. And coming around the corner is Rich Strike. Rich Strike is a deck ahead.
3: He's in the blue flag. Oh, he's got a trailer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounded exactly what like what happened it's pretty close right not too far not too far off i suppose (laughs) welcome back to two men on on 95.9 fm and am 610 d sports animal from what what i understand it's the biggest upset in not only the history of the kentucky derby but anything ever in the history of everything really 80 to 1? 80 to 1. That's worse odds than us going to the moon. That's that's worse odds than somebody going to a concert on the west side and not getting stabbed. That's wow. worse. I'm kidding. That's Of course, that's hyperbole. No, no I'm not even wowing
1: because of that because I'm looking up things. <laughs> and I thought what, the one that I thought was number one, it's not even close. Oh really? Yeah. And I'm I was the one I immediately think about is Mike Tyson
0: Buster, Buster Douglas. Buster Douglas, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm looking it up. And that was only like 50 to 1, wasn't 42 it? 42 to 1. 42 to 1. Yeah. Which is crazy for a boxing match. Yeah. Wow. The 400 Oh wait, 148th, excuse me. I'm yeah. mildly dyslexic today. Hundred and forty eighth Kentucky Derby. Last minute entry. I guess the horse had a hangnail or something and they needed a a different horse to come in. Eighty to one long shot odds for Rich Strike. Is that bonkers or is that bonkers? That is incredible. It's the second win of his career. The horse, that is. The second win of his career. The second win, yeah. The se- his second win was the friggin' Kentucky Derby. Oh my god! You know, like how spoiled that horse is gonna be. What did he first win? Like Oakland and Hot Springs, Arkansas.
1: Or something? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Actually, you- he he went to go watch an episode of Ellen and won a washer and dryer. That's <laughs> the only thing he's ever won before this. <laughs>
1: Well, you know what? I didn't think about this until just now. It's a direct correlation that cheater wasn't there. And see what happens when the cheater's not there? That cheating horse murderer Bob Baffert? Is that who you're talking about? yes. Uh, He wasn't there, and look what happens. We have a fair race. A fair
0: race. Where where anyone could win. It's anybody's game. Yeah. Drug dealer Bob Baffert. Was it...
1: Is it just my eyes, or Rich Strike looks way smaller than every horse in that race? It's a new advantage now. Yeah? I'm not used to that. I just thought he the bigger just, the horse, the more powerful, the more... It's yeah, like a little Shetland
0: pony out there just working it. That's why they call it horse power, right? Hey. His advantage was he ran under the other horse's. <laughs> That's how he got. He just ran a straight line underneath all the horses. Are we going to keep with this Ant Man theme? Everything smaller <laughs> is better. Is oh, that what we're doing? By the way, my wrist is not any more swollen. And I don't think there's an egg sac underneath here, but <laughs> more reports to come on my slow morphosis into the Ant Man. Morphosis? That's not a word. Just morph. Slow morphing? Yeah. The process of morphing is called five zero five two four six zero six ten. 246 Any entomologists and or uh, English majors? Is it called morphosis? Morphosis. Morphosis? Okay, I'm Googling that right now. Morphosis. No, I don't. See. Just morph, right? Yeah. Morph is the present and past. Yeah, current. just morph. Morph. I'm Morphed. morphing.
1: Morphing. I'm Morphed. morphing. Oh, the more I say it, it just sounds weird. Yeah, it's one of those right. words you keep saying it. You're like, nah, I don't know. Moist. Mo- <laughs> uh, I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say moister.
0: Moisture. <laughs> moisture. <laughs>
1: I'm moisting. Moist. Ah, come on. Okay, man. I gotta Google it. Yeah. Morphosis. Metamorphosis. Mor- you know, i have heard of that, but I've never heard of. I don't think I've Mor- heard of morphosis. Morphosis by itself. It's gotta put
0: a meta in front of it. Okay. We're consulting the Googs right now. Yeah, Morphosis. Really? The mode of development of an organism. It is. Okay. Oh, Your boy was right the there whole time. Go. It just doesn't sound right. Yeah, it just sounds Morphosis sounds fake. Morphosis. Yeah.
2: You realize you could not have done that pre-Google. Well, no. Oh, yeah,
1: that's a full-blown <laughs> argument right there. That's that's get some beers and let's talk about this all night. Right. Robert. <laughs>
0: Take over the rest of this episode. I'm gonna to run to the library <laughs> and look up morphosis. <laughs> no, just, this is just, what... just get
2: that dictionary on the corner table there. Or... Oh,
0: you know there would be a dictionary yeah. here before Google, right? Yeah, it'd be sitting on the table, or and there'd if... be like a sports almanac. Yeah, somewhere. there we go. Yeah, yeah. Or you just go
1: to the oldest person in the room. Thank you. So they could lie to you. <laughs> Bob is Back in my day, Morphus is a word. It was reversed. spelled with an F.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you ever been to like a legit Kentucky Derby party?
1: No, I man, I got to get into this. I was telling you, I used to love uh, horse racing when I was younger, which was weird. I knew a lot about the jockeys and the horses. But now,
0: like, it's a full blown pageantry, man. I, yeah. I, I need to get into it. It's like some really good like parties and fundraisers all happen on Kentucky Derby or Kentucky Derby weekend. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. We got to do one next year. We got to th- we got to throw a big one next year.
1: And it's leaked into the hip hop culture as well, right? You know, we're seeing uh, rappers yeah, there, big hats. Yeah, duh. yeah, we're seeing rappers yeah. and you know people from the hip hop world really getting into it.
0: I mean, if you got an excuse to dress like a cutter lady on Sunday, <laughs> I mean. The big floppy hats and the pageantry and, and you know, plus give me all the reasons you got to start drinking in the morning. There we go. Yeah. Pretty please. John ja Morant channeled his inner 50 cent after was it was after game two. I think so. Yeah. After game two. Yeah. Game two when they, they traveled uh, to the bay. Well, we're going to hit that. When we get back, but first I'd like to say, hey, friend of the show, Craig, you are so sweet. I don't I don't know if he's in the live chat right now or listening. Friend of the show, Craig, I sent him a shirt because he's an OG friend of the show, and he sent me some fig preserves. Man. Isn't that nice? That's nice. And they're like, I was kind of worried that he was going to poison me because <laughs> I talked a lot of smack about Tom Brady. So... <laughs> Oh, man, that's I, pretty I, extreme. I went, I went on a, a Tom Brady rant a couple months ago. Yeah. And then uh, I was late sending him a shirt, finally got his shirt, then sent me some fig jam. There we go. And I was like, oh, crap, he's going to try to poison me because I was ragging on Tom Brady. But luckily, the fig jam was sealed. I was going to say, did it yeah. have the seal it on was it? Sealed. I, I, I held it up to my ear. Oh, you heard the little. Made sure, it, made sure yeah. it popped. <laughs> Ja Morant goes to the strip club, MVP talk, baseball in Europe, Canelo Alvarez, all next hour on Two Men On, on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Five o'clock, Albuquerque. Hope your Monday was A-OK. You're just joining us in your car. You just popped in your earbuds. You're listening on your phone. You're at your grandma's house. You just turned on the radio with the big knobs. Probably took you a second to get it dialed in just right. Oh, yeah. But now that you're dialed in just right, welcome to the program. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. How's it going back there, Bob?
2: So far, so good, but the show's not over yet.
0: How's how's training day? You feel like Denzel back there? Oh, I'm having a blast. (laughs) I got red meat here. Sitting across from me, Robert Buck D. Gibson, funniest guy in Albuquerque. How'd your show go last? We had a show on Friday, right? Yeah. Me and A Marie.
1: The morning show producer. Morning show producer. Yeah. Hey, we 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 did something kind of unique. It was called two headliners, where it was just us two. Where we did long sets. Um it was that was my first time doing that. And I had to ask her, I was like, am I going first or am I going to be the true headliner? She goes, no, 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 you're going second. (laughs) (laughs) It was fun. It was a a nice environment. I want to say thank you to Rio Bravo Brewing Company. They have a nice upstairs um, space for comedy. Low hanging ceiling, that's, you know, real
0: intimate. I love it. So would you consider it a club atmosphere? Very much so. You know who else likes club atmospheres? Oh, I like what you did there. I like it. Ja Morant, all-world, all-NBA, probably the most exciting player in sports, had him a heck of a night after a playoff game. Ja Morant was spotted at the club in San Francisco right after their match with the Golden State Warriors. You see this story? Yeah, sure did. Number one, none of my business. Number two, now that it's my business. <laughs> you're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. So James
1: Harden is famous for this, right? Is he the most? Well, he's the most famous now.
0: Yeah. But it's, it's been a thing That's forever. It's been a thing forever. Yeah. Right. Why is this taboo? Because you're an athlete. I get it. Being exactly if if you're a Memphis fan, you want all of his attention on the playoffs. I get it, but especially during the regular season, why does it matter that he's going to the club? Right? Whether it's like a club, club, a dance club, whether it's a strip club, who cares?
3: You're yeah. gonna
0: say, "Look, you work for this construction company. You better <laughs> not go have fun Monday through Thursday. Right. This is Friday or Saturday only. Only when you're off the clock." No. You're a GD adult. Go do what you want. You know what this is, Van.
1: What is it, Rob? It's the, it's the look of it. Mmm. And I mean the whole look. You mean his look or the
0: optics of the
1: situation? Both. Okay. Mixed together. I agree. Because... You're gonna have those people that say, "Look, he da- he's not dedicated." Yeah. Even though he just dropped 47, 47 points, and then he came back and dropped 30 something plus. Yeah. Well, he
0: should have got 47 again if he if he didn't go out to the club, Robert. He would have got <laughs> he might have got 50 the next night. He probably would have got a triple double if he was down there having all that fun, <laughs> The people who have
1: a problem with this probably haven't been to the club ever. Sure. And don't even know how it works. Sure. They just hear club and and thinking he was in there getting trashed. Yeah. He was up all night. Ladies. That's how us regular clubbers do it. But he's not doing that in the middle of the playoffs. I'm assuming. I would want my players to be as loose as possible. Yeah.
0: If that's your thing. Yes. Do your thing. Why you mad? I'm looking here. Valencia Club. Yeah. Valencia Club sounds nice. Yeah. It sounds like a nice place. Well, I'm looking
1: at the, the footage on Twitter. By the looks of those bottles, it's a very nice place. They got the the fireworks shooting out of the caps. Very lovely ladies bringing them over.
0: Yeah. And by the way, congratulations. I had to Google it. I wasn't sure if he was 21 or 22. So, John Morant's 22. is making sure it's like, legal. He's old enough. Making sure this wasn't a different story than what we're reporting yeah, on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. Oh, no, you know that would have been could the be first a crime thing. Oh yeah, thing, that would have yeah. been the first thing out. What's the public reception if it's recently crowned MVP, Jokic? You think it's a and different vibe?
1: And they're still playing. Yeah. The vibe would kind of be the same, but it's not as visceral.
0: I agree. I really do think so. Yeah. And I was like, hey, hey, look, it's the Joker out in the club. He knows how to let loose after a hard-fought basketball game. How about that guy? Everybody
1: wants the players to be like Larry Bird and how Kobe was. You know what I mean? Larry Bird drank beer in the locker room. Yeah, but... That's not the club. Yeah. See what I mean? Club. Yeah. It's it's the, the look of it. Yeah, Larry Burch.
0: Throw back a six pack. I ain't mad. <laughs> I ain't I ain't mad at Jaw. I mean I'm sure no. he got I'm sure he got home at a responsible yeah. hour. Yeah. I'm sure he woke up and warmed up and practiced with his teammates. He obviously had a great game the next game. He's an adult, like you said. Yeah, he's an adult. Well, you, you look at people like Dennis Rodman.
1: Let's even go to Michael Jordan. Sure. Did it,
0: it didn't affect them at all. Michael Jordan used to fly to Vegas, used to fly to Atlantic City go. in between finals games. Yep. Gambling all night long. Yep. Smoking cigars. Going back and dropping 40. Mm-hmm. I hate the double standard. Like, That's exactly what it is. He's a young man. Let him have fun.
1: Well, you know, he, the way he looks, the braids, the the eyebrows with the lines in it, the tattoos. You're, you're going to have that judgment. Somebody's always going to nitpick and and look at him as saying, oh, this he's doing it the unconventional way.
0: Back in my day, <laughs> NBA players didn't put colors in their hair. <laughs> Speaking of colored <laughs> – And that's what that's what's at the heart of it, right? Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, the, that's the, the deep
1: deep-seated
0: beliefs. That's what it is. I mean, you could I don't somebody, I think it was a a Redditor, somebody on Reddit followed James Harden's road games mm-hmm. when he was at Houston, you know, James Harden famous Venus Strip club guy. Literally has his number retired at a Houston strip club. Yeah. His number is is in the rafters at a Houston strip club. That's how hard he went on it. But a Redditor followed around James Harden while he was on the road and he made a direct correlation in between that city's strip club and his performance Mm -hmm. on the court. The better strip club that the visiting city had, the worse he would do the next day. The worst the strip club, the better he would do the next day. We and go. the numbers basically matched up there we every single road trip. But Ja didn't go to a strip club. He went to a dance club. It's called analytics, man. Yeah. <laughs> he played great the next day. Yeah. Golden State was supposed to wipe the floor with Memphis. They're hanging in there. Yeah, they're about to now. He, he got hurt, so it's over. So
1: do, does he – okay, here's the question now. Now that he's hurt – He's out for game four. Now, does he still go to the strip club? Not the strip club, but the regular club? He can do whatever he wants. There we go. I think
0: that's the point, right? There we go. There we go. You
1: You never know who could rub some ointment on that knee and get it right for game five. Yeah. You never know.
0: Unconventional. You know what I mean? He just runs out at halftime. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, pull the Willis Reed. (laughs) Hey, look. Look, this stripper, Cinnamon, she's got this ointment. And it just immediately cured me. And he just comes out. <laughs> and then he, he brings he brings the strip club <laughs> announcer with him.
1: Yeah.
0: I like, a point guard. Coming to the ja stage. Ja
1: Morant. Coming
0: to the stage. <laughs> Your
1: favorite point guard. Ja <laughs> Morant. Moran. 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 You got to put the extra.
0: with
1: <laughs> oh. his new patella.
0: That'd be sweet. I hope drop fifty. This is a story to follow for sure. Especially if this is like normal behavior, not just like, hey, we don't know the story. Maybe he had a cousin in town. Maybe he met his family for friggin' dinner next door. They'll never say that part. You don't know the story. They'll never say that part. But I know you're gonna get the worst of the story. That's for sure. When we get back, we found him. We found him, y'all. We got him. Forrest Stolting of the Isotopes joining us to talk what's going on in Topeland when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. If you're just getting in your car and it's quitting time, congratulations. You made it through another Monday.
2: Another Monday.
0: So proud of you. Just so proud of you. <laughs> We kind of got sidetracked a little bit when we are talking about the Kentucky Derby. I think today's varsity should be varsity of long shots. Okay. Let's do varsity of long shots. I like shots. that. I like that a lot. I-9 Sports, League Office 280, do everything for your sports and more community. Anything for you. Keep your – I mean, education, right? Educate them yeah. first. Teach them the game. Keep them safe and have some fun i nine sports league office two eighty that's league office two eighty at i nine sports dot com or reach out to them five oh five three one two four nine 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 today's i nine varsity at six forty five will be the varsity of long shots excited for that one 505-246-0610 hit us up on the sports animal hotline or the sports animal text line but you can't call right now because the phones are clogged up with one forest stulting of the albuquerque isotopes how you doing buddy
4: doing well man thanks for having me on just uh getting geared up here for another six game homestand at the uh, the lab getting tomorrow night we got a uh, the Space Cowboys coming into town, first time they'll be coming here as the Space Cowboys from Sugarland. it be a lot of fun to see that logo and see how the fans respond to that new name.
0: I mean, well, some people call them the Space Cowboys. <laughs> 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 Are you okay, buddy? We missed you earlier in the show.
4: Yeah. Everything I okay? A little busy, little sidetracked, so I had to readjust a little bit, so that's my fault.
0: Had to put out some fires, huh? Duty called?
4: No, of course not. Of course not. Well, not
0: literal fires.
4: no we're all running smooth over at isotopes park no need to worry about that as usual uh, it's got a little too zoned in on the work you know
0: i don't blame you when you love your job you never work a day in your life
4: exactly that's what it's all about man
0: hey before we jump into what's going on in in the world of the isotopes what's going on in the world of your new york yankees oh you see that near no hitter today yeah
4: Oh, man, Nasty Nestor was just getting after it, that's for sure, man. I thought he was going to have it, but unfortunately, number nine hitter, Eli White, decent prospect in the Rangers' system. uh He got a little duck fart, as they say, in the, yeah. in the field. So, <laughs> But, I mean, Nestor has been probably one of the best five pitchers in all of baseball to begin the year, and he's been Heck. our horse. I mean, Garrett Cole has been better as of late, but Nasty Nestor, man, he's been the stir of the – straw that stirs the drink, you know.
0: You know, two things in the world people don't care about: your fantasy team and pictures of your kids. Let me tell you about my fantasy <laughs> team. So, I just traded Nestor literally yesterday uh, in my fantasy baseball league, and he goes and almost throws a no-no today. That's like the most fantasy story ever.
4: Why would you trade him? Like he's he's amazing. Who'd you who'd you, who'd you get in that deal? Uh,
0: well, I parlayed Kershaw and Nasty Nestor for Max Scherzer. So it's it's, it was it was hard to get rid of, but I needed to free up a roster spot for another reliever. You see.
4: Oh, I see.
0: Yeah, and then he goes and throws a near no hitter the next day. So what do what do you think? I know the pitching is a big part of it. What do you think the big turnaround for the Yankees is this year?
4: Um, I think it has been consistency in the lineup and not striking out as much. I mean, guys putting the ball in play more, having a really good content. Ferb contact and bail rate last year as well, but I think it's just putting the ball in play more and uh, catching the ball on defense. I mean, because we had IKF, Isaiah of has been amazing up at short for us. Um, Higgy and Trevino have been great on the plate, I think. Uh, and Judge these even impressed me in center field as well this year. So I think just Stud. much more consistent defense and much more consistent at-bats and uh, – Uh, not striking out as much as up a ton, even though we only scored five runs against the Rangers over three games and managed to win two of those. I'm not sure how we did that, but um, we're finding a way right now.
1: Just a little bit, just to keep going uh, with your Yankees before we get to the isotopes. Um, How did you feel about the cattiness from the Rangers? Calling it a a kiddie field.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean – when I first heard that, I was laughing because I watched the home run like live, and I knew it was it was, not, it was not it wasn't your typical Yankee Stadium right field home run. It right. was I mean, he got all of that. Yeah, it was a liner, but he went it went 369 feet. Went been in and out at 26 ballparks. I mean, Chris Woodward is known for to being a little chatty himself. He I think it was in 2020 he was giving Hattie's Junior a hard time about. Uh, swinging 3-0, with the bases loaded up by like 7 or 8. But it's it just, that's Chris water for you in a nutshell, if you ask me.
0: The Sugarland Space Cowboys used to be the Sugarland Skeeters. And Robert, let me tell you, that is short for Mosquito. No, that has right. nothing to do with Little John. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the different kind of skeet, skeet, skeet. Yeah. I was gonna say. But now they're the Sugarland Space Cowboys and they're coming in town to get smoked by the Topes. What are we looking forward to this week, Forrest?
4: Oh man. We got a lot going on at the ballpark, that's for sure. We'll be actually we're playing the uh the Space Cowboys thirty three times this year. Wow. Fifteen at the lab. Uh it's the most games against one opponent uh this year for us, but on Thursday, we got another school day matinee, a little eleven a.m. first pitch action. So I'm hoping to see y'all out there at the because I know how much you enjoy some day baseball. Am All I right? Oh uh,
0: yeah, hundred percent, baby. I'll be there.
4: Let's go. Then we uh, the next night we got Little League night once again, and then a fireworks night as well on Friday. We got fireworks on Saturday too. So back to back nights of Friday fire of fireworks on Friday and Saturday. On um, Saturday, we have a uh, our second mariachis night as well as a little league night, too. So uh, we'll be donning the the mariachis gear and bringing out some dancers and a lot of fun things to do for the mariachis. And then on Sunday, this is something new to the isotopes. We're having an agricultural day. We'll be giving out oven mitts. And on Sunday at the berm, I believe, we will be having a petting zoo with rabbits and baby goats.
0: Oh, so that, oh my god.
4: That to be a a must a must attend uh, game right there on Sunday with the Petting Zoo, so. There we go.
0: Oh my god, you hit me with something new right there. I had no idea. That is amazing. Yep. I did not I'm see that. Old nugget on you, I so. didn't I didn't see that in the schedule and you didn't warn me about that one, so <laughs> I will be going. No, that's a Thursday and, and Sunday. So. Oh, is it? Yeah. So Tell me, tell me how to deal with this. I need your advice for us.
4: You know, well, first you just need to get all that excitement, just put it inside you, and then wait till Sunday, and then let it all out when you're petting those rabbits and goat and goats on Sunday. Okay.
0: Well, that's that's a very good idea. But but the, re, the what I was going to ask you is, and I need some help. I need some advice on this topic. I'm about to ask, not the petting zoo. Oh, okay. Because I'll be there again. And. Of course, I'm gonna let all the kids go first, but I'll wait. I was gonna on. say you have I'll to let the children go I'll first, wait. but yeah, like towards when, when do I come? Like the sixth, seventh inning? When can I play with the? <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's my real question. We'll find a spot for you. Here's my real question. I, I, you know me, I'm a big Astros fan, born and raised right outside of Houston, Texas. The of sh- the Sugar Land Space Cowboys, are the Astros minor league affiliate. Mm-hmm. You know my heart is with the isotopes, <clears throat> but of my course. heart is with the. Ash- what do I do, Forrest?
4: You cheer for the isotopes. You That's wait till those space. You wait till the space cowboys become real astronauts, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and and then you can cheer for them. How about that?
1: All right, fine. That's, That's the really-, only- <laughs> really good advice. That's the only
0: right answer, Van. Thank you, Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> So, another question. Like, I'm seeing these oven mitts. Are these going to be as cool as they look? Are these going to be as cool as the mariachi beanies, which are friggin' awesome?
4: I mean, it's going to be hard to top the mariachi beanie, but these are really cool uh, themselves. They have the appearance of a baseball glove. They have certain drawings on there that can depict a baseball glove. So, it's done really nicely from a design standpoint. Uh, It's really lightweight. Um, easy to put on your hand. I mean, it is a magnificent design, and it really uh, lets people in the kitchen know you're a a big baseball fan, you know.
0: And loyal listener, friend of the show, don't forget the boys are live every homestand every Friday at the lab. So on top of fireworks presented by Malloy Las Lunas, and on top of being Little League night, on top of having early gates, you can come check it out the boys will be at the ballpark yeah. again come to the early gate and come talk to us yeah that's what you should do yeah
4: they y'all looking right behind home plate by the uh seeing guest services so there's should be plenty of fans stopping on by i hope to see y'all on friday
0: i hope so we we always get a pretty good reception there yeah we do and i don't think a lot of people understand that we don't wear these headphones like 24 hours a day <laughs> because they'll like come up to us and like introduce themselves and like i'll point at the headphone be like yeah like just wait a second you know Turns into a conversation like a couple like i'll be a couple minutes like i'll talk to you during a commercial break and they just keep talking yeah and they have no idea that i can't hear them and i'm just like yeah yeah like i keep pointing at my wrist just like i do like the little like the short sign you know like pointing at my wrist and like they don't get it they keep talking so loyal listener friend of the show especially the OG friends of the show, if you want to meet the boys, come out on Friday. We'll be out there again. And if we got the headphones on, you can't talk to us. We take them off during commercial breaks. Yeah. Feel free to come up. We'll have T-shirts. We'll have stickers. Come say hi. Just not when the headphones are on. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know what's going to You, might, you happen. might even
4: get lucky to meet some uh, an Isotopes player who you're interviewing as well. There so we you go. never know.
0: Yeah, Totally. For Stulting, Albuquerque Isotopes, uh, anything to hit us with before we let you go?
4: Um, let's first pitch is Tuesday at six thirty-five. I uh, hope to see y'all out there.
0: Well, I will be out there for sure. Thursday day game, Love it. Friday when we're doing the show from there, and Sunday I'll be hanging out with the goats. I'm not going to be watching a lot of baseball on Sunday, but I will be mm-hmm. out there. Forrest, I,
4: I think your goatee kind of resembles some goats in a way, so you got you'll fit right in. <laughs> oh my god, I will I will
0: legit shave a goatee for Sunday. Oh, that's a great idea, Forrest. You got to get the See, picture. See, that's, that's why you're the best in the biz, Forrest. Ideas like that yeah, on the spot.
4: Exactly, you know, just picking up on the small things.
0: That picture has to happen, man. Okay. It has yeah. to happen. I got a good story for you off air, Robert. Okay. More MVP talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Albuquerque. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. I love me some stones. Good choice. I'm a big let it bleed guy. I like that. Yeah? Is that your favorite too? What, up there?
2: Yeah. Uh- Unfortunately, I can't take credit for that because it's a rotation card. Oh, you didn't pick that one? No. Not yet.
0: Okay. Well, I agree that Let It Bleed is the best album. A lot of controversy in the MVP race this year in the NBA. Nikola Jocic won it back-to-back, led the league in purr, led the league in value-added, had the most efficient year of any player. Mm-hmm. But, again, is stats representative of the most valuable player. Agreed. I had, in my rankings, and to take nothing away from Jokic, that no joker hate here, he deserved as much as anybody, but I had Giannis and Embiid ahead of him this year. Hmm, really? Who'd I, you have? I had Jokic the whole way. Yeah. He's just, just, like, too statistically sound. And- yeah,
1: just the legendary stuff he's been doing. Um, maybe it's because – I think this is maybe part of my issue and maybe part of other people's issue. The game is different now. Sure. Like, we're looking at centers who are doing things that we've never seen centers do before. Right. Bringing the ball up, being the, the focal point of the, the the distributor, we're not used to that. So – Yeah, we're going to see that C in front of his name and all those stats and be like, oh, this is crazy. So I think, uh, especially for someone like me who's not
0: used to it, it's it's super eye-popping. And I think, okay, so to me the most valuable player is, if you were taking off of the team, what would your team be like? That's what it should be. Right. Right. So to me, Except for maybe the past two years and then Steph's record-setting year. Besides that, I think LeBron James has been the MVP every year. He's not LeBron LeBron anymore. Right, yeah, yeah. But he should have 10 MVPs.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of players that we've seen. There's no way they shouldn't have more MVPs than what they do. Correct. Like, Michael Jordan.
0: Yeah. It is right him in. Mean. He's the MVP every year he played basketball. Yep. Until the like the Wizards years, until those years. LeBron James should be the MVP every year until the Lakers years. It's not until like the last 2 years where I think it's like an actual discussion. Yeah. But now with, you know, with the analytics and all of like the MIT dorks taking over sports, <laughs> Nikola Jokic <laughs> Is going to be the MVP, and if he keeps performing like this, statistically, he's going to be the MVP every friggin' year. But I do have a problem with this, though.
1: When I think of a back-to-back MVP, like this guy is the league, he should be the guy. When you think of NBA, that's the first person you think of, and that has not happened with me with Jokic,
0: and he doesn't have a ring. Doesn't have a ring, and And he's not close. The last two years got bounced out of the playoffs early. Yeah. Last two years, other MVP candidates have played longer than him. And again, it's a regular season award. You're not supposed to take into account the playoffs. But Giannis is dominating the playoffs. Oh, yeah. All by himself. Mm -hmm. His team feeds off of him. Giannis, to me, is like the real MVP. I think if you take Jokic Jokic off of Denver – they're still a competitive team. If you take Giannis off of Milwaukee, they are hot garbage.
1: Yes. Even look at what he's doing without Middleton right now. Yeah. They are in a and and like you said, this is a regular season award. But they're playing the hottest team that came into the playoffs after the first round, which is the Boston Celtics, without their
0: second best player and haven't missed the beat. Right. And M B dealing with all of the Ben Simmons drama. Oh, yeah. Getting a new point guard slash shooting guard Yeah, towards the end of the year. You can make just as good a case as any other guy. Jokic led the league in per. And that's the the NBA's equivalent of war in baseball. And I yep. think war is the best judge of your actual value on a baseball field. Per is the best judge of of your actual performance on an NBA basketball court. Jokic led the league. So if you're growing by that metric, he's the MVP. But I think there's a lot more to that. He had more turnovers than Giannis, more turnovers than Joel Embiid. Yeah. Embiid hit more threes. I think Giannis is a more important part of a championship team, which I think they're the favorites again this year.
3: I
1: think the real discussion is, when are we going to have an American MVP again? (laughs)
0: That's the real discussion. These foreigners are killing us in the NBA. <laughs> As they should. Yeah. I don't think LeBron's going to get another one. Nope. He's going to be a phenomenal basketball player until he decides to hang him up. He's not going to be the best in the league anymore, though. Kevin Durant, he's already hit his peak. Yeah. I mean, who's who's the next next hope? I mean, American-wise? born Giannis, Embiid. Luca. Luca. Like these guys. Yeah, man. We, they're gonna be dominating it the next few years. Yeah. Who is it? Ja Morant? Is that is that There we go. Is he the most likely? Ja, Tatum, those type of guys. And Ja, he's Jamaican, isn't he? Lord of mercy. <laughs> I mean Ja Morant's probably got like the best <laughs> shot, right? It's not gonna be Trey Young? Nah. I mean, Jaw. I think Jaw's ja, got a better shot. It's John ja and Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. That's a good one. Yeah, he's pretty. He's mm. Jimmy Butler. He's too older. Jimmy Butler don't got it in him. he's well, too long in the tooth now. He's, you play, got to be these young guys. He's playing MVP level in the playoffs right now. Giannis is the MVP of these playoffs. Yes. There's no disputing that at all. Who is your MVP candidate? 505-246-0610. Text us if you're too scared to make a telephone call. We'll read it on air. When we get back, a little boxing talk. You want to do a little boxing talk? Oh, I love boxing. I'll hit up boxing talk. I'll do some boxing talk with you, I guess. Yeah. We start our days at the YMCA, and I highly recommend you do too. The amazing things that they do for the community. They need your support. They need your help. And hey, we're going to need your help the morning of Memorial Day when we help refurbish the YMCA Community Garden. Donations accepted. Labor accepted. Your old tools accepted. Help us out and help us help the YMCA Community Garden. That is the morning of Memorial Day. And we start our days at the YMCA and highly recommend you do too. Boxing talk when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. Listen to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. We're gonna hit on a little subject we don't hit on a lot here on the program. Notice I'm using the verb "hit." I like I like how you do that. Talking boxing, y'all. Knievel versus Bevel.
3: <laughs> I love
0: boxing. Same. I
1: love it. Same. And, and people are going to get mad. I, I, MMA has not overtaken my love for boxing. I don't think it will either.
0: I'm this, in the I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah, I, I just grew up after a huge boxing fan. I know MMA has taken like some major headlines. Has taken some major like network viewership away from boxing. But I think boxing is still relevant. I think there's still amazing athletes in boxing. And you're seeing upper echelon. <laughs> Bobcat. Dropping a little uh, Rocky theme right here. <laughs> Impressive timing. Appreciate you, Bob. I think boxing's still relevant. And I think the boxers who are boxing now are as good as they've ever been. The problem is there's like no big personalities anymore. I think that's the issue. Well. There's no Ali's. There's no Tyson. Yeah. Uh, 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 like recognizable champions. Yeah. I mean, Triple G is my guy. And I but really want a Canelo-Triple G rematch, rematch now. It has to happen. has to happen. Because Triple G got robbed in the first one and then I thought Triple G was going to represent in the rematch versus Canelo, but I think Canelo won the second one. Yep. Fair and square. i, I give them that one. And they need a third one to really decide. I think the fix was in on that first Canelo-Triple G fight. Yeah. But anyways, Canelo got dominated by Bivol this past Saturday. And I'm glad you used the word dominated
1: because those scorecards were a joke.
0: Just like the first Triple G fight,
1: scorecards were yeah. a joke. Yeah. 115, 113 across the board. Now, I watched this fight beginning to end. Canelo
0: won maybe three rounds. Tops. That's it. Yeah. And I didn't watch it live, but I went back and watched the highlights. Like I watched, you know, every round without the ring girls, without the, the commentary, just went bam, 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 all punches, you know? Mm-hmm. And Beaver just dominated it. Yeah. I mean, total punches 152 to 84. That's horrible. Power punches, 10674. Like that's just not even close. Went
1: with the underdog theme of the weekend. Canelo was a five to one
0: favorite. And why? Canelo had to move up to fight him. Name? Like that was his just this, name. This is purely name. See the the, the pound that's for pound pa- the pound for pound stuff, it gets me. You can miss me with all that, if you like. Just like when McGregor tried to do that stuff. Yeah. Like you have a certain body type, you have a certain size. There's probably, what do you think, fifteen pounds that you could fluctuate around there. You can't just add thirty pounds and fight a way <laughs> bigger dude. Like, cause that guy's that guy is cutting to get yeah. to that weight. You're trying to add weight to get up with him.
1: It's basically blatant disrespect when someone does that. Sure. It's like what? Really? Yeah. You think you can come up here and
0: and and do me in? Take my belt? Take my belt? Yeah. And my house and my division? It was it was dominating. Like he kept him at length with the jab, hit hit more power punches. You know, he controlled the flow of the match, the footwork was better. I don't see how they scored it that close. That's what happens though. The that's the
1: one major gripe with boxing, you know, the judging. It's, it's so subjective, and it, I thought he was going to lose. When I say he, I mean, um, how do you say his name? Bivol? Bivol. Bivol. I thought he was going to lose because, you know, the, the age-old adage is you have to knock out the champ to, to take the belt.
0: My brother Bielo.
1: And I didn't know he was from Russia either. <laughs> I didn't know he was from Russia either. With Bivol,
0: isn't he? Bivol?
1: Dmitri.
0: Dimitri didn't give it away. I was going off of looks. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. He <laughs> was You're like a jacked Italian. Yeah. That's...
1: <laughs> that's all I was going off of. And then, okay. I was like, there's no way he's from Russia fighting. They won't let a Russian come over here. And fight. Right. Right. Well, it was already in the book. Yeah, that's... he was our- Yeah. He just came over and whooped him up like Ivan Drago. Did Apollo Creed. Yeah, that was rough. Right after Cinco de Mayo. Oof. Oh, man. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that crowd. You didn't watch it live. That crowd was not happy. Oh, I bet. No, they were not
0: happy at all. Cinco de Mayo is a fake holiday anyways out there. If you're a big Cinco de Mayo guy, you better be from Puebla. Mm. Your boy actually knows the story. Because I don't. It's not a real holiday. I get it mixed up. Dieziseis de September. September 16th. That's Mm -hmm. the real Mexican Independence Day. Yeah, see, I knew that. Cinco de Mayo is just a celebration of one battle against the French. And the reason it's celebrated here, let me get my conspiracy theory on. Get it off your chest. The reason it's celebrated here in the States is because after that battle, and the Mexican army proved themselves capable of defeating the French, after the Civil War, the United States donated some of their army reserves to Mexico to help them get rid of the French. Ah. So that's why the United States co-opted that holiday Do and the they celebrate it. Nobody cares about it in Mexico. Do except for work. in the city and state of Puebla.
2: Okay. I I thought it was just a excuse to drink.
0: Yes. That too. Yes. Yeah, it's Mexican St. Patrick's Day. I'm
1: about to get real <laughs> I'm about to get real worse. I was like, "Where does the Alamo fit in
0: all this, bro?" <laughs> uh, two wildly different wars, two different time frames. Yeah, why are we celebrating the Alamo? What's Alamo Day? You know, because they ended up losing. They lost. They That's lost. Why, yeah. yeah. Everybody died. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bloodbath. So, just stick with that—a a day to drink. Sure. Let's have fun keep, keep. and. and Let's have fun and celebrate Mexican-American culture. Keeps it simple. Don't act like something that's not, though. Some of us can read. There we go. We can?
2: (laughs) (laughs) What is this four-letter word, read?
0: (laughs) It's it's a book binding. So we're going to hit up a story that I love at the top of next hour. But first, let me send a shout out to where we are right now, Bob. Do you know where we are right now, Bob? Albuquerque? Right as usual. There we go. He can't read, but he knows where he is. (laughs) We're in the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Studio, Bob. If you're buying a house or selling a house or renting or you want to get into the real estate career field, John Lopez of John Lopez Real Estate is your guy. He's a wealth of knowledge and experience. Whether you have a million-dollar house or you're selling your first home and you want to move on and upgrade, he knows everything, and he has all the resources to help you out. I don't know why I set an alarm. Did you hear that? Yeah. Did that come over the radio? Yeah. I don't know why I set an alarm for 5.55. I think my pocket might have set an alarm for 5.55. It was pretty dramatic, too. I'm like, what are you doing at 5.55 that dramatic? Yeah, 5.55. (laughs) I am a Jeff Bagwell fan. I love the number five. There we go. So maybe. Yeah, I don't know. (gasps) I know what it is. Maybe it's an Ant-Man thing. (laughs) Am I about to turn into Ant-Man? Is that why I set that alarm? We'll see if you haven't been listening to the show, I got bent by a queen ant over the weekend while I was doing yard work, and my wrist is still swollen. I think you might have she might have impregnated me or used me to hide her egg sac. <laughs> Updates coming. You're listening to two men on on 95.9 FM and AM610 D sports animals. Two hours down, another hour to go. Here on the program, Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Guest producer,
2: Bob. Yes. How's it going so far, buddy? So far, so good. I seem to
0: remember what I'm doing. You're doing a great job. <laughs> it's killing it. Sliding in some uh, musical accoutrement in the middle yeah. of our segments. It's one of my specialties. I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate fun. you.
2: It's fun. I think I add a little
0: bit to the show. Thanks for showing up and being a team player. Try to. You don't just try, you succeed. Well, thank you. You're doing great. Checks in the mail, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to New Mexico Pinon Coffee. Have New Mexico Pinon Coffee just about every morning. I think maybe once or twice a week's a tea day, just to mix it up. Bob, you a coffee or a tea guy?
2: i more of a coffee guy. More of a
0: coffee guy? Yeah. Well, you're just so high on life all the time, and you're so chipper to get up in the morning. You don't need any. Is that? that... Oh, yes, I do. (laughs) Oh, yes, I do. We appreciate everything New Mexico Pinon does for the Albuquerque and surrounding areas community, and we appreciate how friggin' delicious their (laughs) coffee is. So shout out to New Mexico Pinon Coffee. OG day one friend of the show. So the Los Angeles Dodgers might be going to play baseball in France in 2025. Okay. For what reason? So just one series, but, you know, they've been playing baseball in Japan. They've been playing baseball in Mexico. Series in Canada. They're talking about going to Germany. The Dodgers are? Okay, now hold on. Dodgers fan, I can hear the text pouring in right now. I can hear the angry phone calls pouring in. The Dodgers aren't moving to France. Okay? The Dodgers are going to participate in a series in Paris, France in 2025. At like, least at least one game will be played at Stade de France in Paris. Yeah, I was going to try to in see how in the summer to of 2025.
1: <laughs> you know so what's so bad? I was the guy in high school and I was like, "You know what? I'm going to be different. I'm going to take French, same, and not Spanish. Same. How much do you remember? Ah, oh, m'appelle, my name. <laughs> <laughs> come see come sa, so so, little stuff like that. So yes. this
2: is kind of like what football is doing playing like in London this year.
0: Sure. What? Well, to me football is like a big spectacle with the tailgate and all the accoutrements right. that surrounds it. Like everyone in the world knows what the Super Bowl is. I don't think France cares about baseball whatsoever. No, and this is coming from like the biggest yeah. baseball fan. Oh, by the way, est-ce que je peux aller au cabinet? That means where's the restroom? I remember that one. Yeah, just right. po- Where's that, the just, <laughs> that just that just popped up. I called my the last word. I was like, "That's the
3: bathroom."
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a larb. That's a tree. There are some yeah.
2: very important phrases you should know to the country that you are going to. Mm-hmm. Sure,
0: very good. One. There it is again. There's your wow. alarm, dude. I don't wow. know what is going on. Right. I think my pocket is setting a new alarm. Or or, sure or that's that. Uh, that's the, the, that queen ant calling the, you. The ants. <laughs> The ants are sending me a message is what it is. What does this mean? I don't understand your phone language oh, yet. Because they talk like telepathically, right? Through their antlers? Have to. Is that? I, I doubt that's true, but in my it's head. It's not true. It's not nope. true whatsoever? No. In my head, that's what, here, okay, okay Google. Are ants telepathic? We're going to type that in right now. They leave scent trails. Ah, and that's why they're always in line. That's right. That makes sense. Isn't that when, like, <laughs> the government's trying to poison us through airplanes, man? No, those are contrails. Oh, those are contrails. No, those are chemtrails. PM. Chemtrails. Contrails are actual condensation. Well, the condensation, the
2: contrails are what they think are chemtrails.
3: <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. See, now the ants are messing up with your phone, too, right? <laughs> what is going on over here with our technology? Oh. And my phone is off, too. That's crazy. So, I want to get back to this
1: Dodger talk in Paris. Okay. Because that's your squad. That's my team. That's your squad. My first thing was, who are they going to play? Second was where. So, they haven't said the opponent, but it's interesting where they're going to play. They already know the stadium. Yeah. 80,000 seats. There's only one other team they can be playing. Dodgers-Yankees? Has to happen. Yeah. That's it. Because, like you said. Paris doesn't care about MLB. They don't care about baseball. They're going to be playing in a soccer field. Um, actually, the French national uh, home of the French national soccer and rugby teams, 80,000 p- seats. So it's, it has to be a
0: spectacle. It has to be an event. Yankees, Red Sox maybe. Um, who else would be a big enough to draw? Giant or Giants big enough? It's just Dodgers-Yankees, right? Dodgers-Yankees. It's you got
1: to you got to pull it in. I don't, I don't I don't see anyone
0: else th- taking that slot. Shout out to MLB legend Leo Durocher. De Durocher. De That's the only French player I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no clue. I don't what does what does France want more than baseball? It's literally anything, right? Yeah. Pretty much. What does what does France not want more than baseball? Like that's a good question. Another invasion in Normandy? That's a good question. Like, what would they rather have than baseball? <laughs> a lot of stuff. Let's be real. Like, the French would rather wear jinkos <laughs> than have baseball come to their country. That was a fashion joke. French are yeah. really into fashion. Yeah. He did, if you didn't pick up on that reference. Yeah. A fashion show. You just said it right there. Yeah. So 80, many other things they would like to have. 80,000 person fashion show? Yeah, they do. I it. think the French would rather quit smoking cigarettes than have baseball come Ooh. to their country. <laughs> I bet the French would rather be referred to as crappy lovers. Than have baseball go to their country. I
1: don't know about that one. You're going too far. <laughs>
0: You're going too far with that
1: one. Can't take that away from them.
0: I don't care about this stupid sport. What are they doing? Hitting ball with stick? <laughs> it's children's game. What, what's in it for? What's in it for baseball? You think baseball is going to spread to France? Well, uh, no, no. The
1: interest, well, it's hard to say because we're saying there's no interest, but obviously there
0: is because they're going to play there. Well, it's money. Yeah, it's money. It's, it's money. money play. It's money. They got to do a lot of marketing. But like, I, mean, I don't understand the end goal. I'm sure more data is going to come out after this. We'll, we'll figure out MLB's intentions or whatever. But why does baseball want to go to Europe? Europe doesn't care about baseball. No, not at all. There's like a minor league system in Italy. And it's usually just for, like, expats and GIs, like mm-hmm. weekend warriors, to have fun. That's the only baseball in Europe whatsoever. They it, do not care. It's that untapped uh, currency over there. That's what it is. I mean, if they want to make it, like, a spectacle, like, there's going to be one of these a year. We show up and party and watch baseball and, like. Have, like, the Pink Panther be the umpire or something like that. Drink wine <laughs> and eat baguettes. <laughs> Sing really corny songs about yeah. baseball players? I don't know. I don't get it. We'll see. I mean, good for them. Yeah. They get a big 80,000 person event. I mean, I'm, I don't know what time of the year they're going to do it. Are they going to do it like a oh, week a, before the season starts? That's a good question. Give as them well. time to like come back and get reacclimated to the schedule. Remember, this is potentially,
1: it's not set in stone just yet. It says the
0: Dodgers have agreed to it. Really? Oh, oh, yep. I kept scrolling. <laughs> yep. I just don't get the end game. I don't see why France wants it, unless it's just like another reason to have a party. Which, hey, talk to your boy. I'm into that. Well, uh, give me a reason. Is this?
1: Do you think this is more of a league thing, or it's like, hey, we see the NBA doing this, we should follow suit?
0: Well, NBA is a worldwide game. Exactly. Soccer is a worldwide game. Baseball is literally only played in the United States of America and the countries that have (laughs) been taken over by the United States (laughs) of America. It's 100% true. This is not not a conspiracy theory. Look at the countries that play baseball. Japan, Mm -hmm. okay, no explanation necessary. Korea, no explanation necessary. The Caribbean, no explanation necessary. These are all countries that the United States have invaded, and surprise, surprise, they picked up our hobbies. Everybody that's listening,
1: yes, we did take over Mexico. It's called Texas. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Didn't have to take them over to influence our culture and their government. Mm -mm. We'll see, though. We'll see how this works out. Yeah. It's big money play, big time. and The world isn't really into swinging a stick. I mean, look at cricket. The only countries that like cricket are the countries that England colonized. Right. India. India. Australia. Yep. New Zealand. That's the only places that care about cricket. You got a point there. Cricket just didn't magically spread to Russia because it's such an awesome sport. (laughs) Africa, too. Yeah. The continent of Africa. Sure. Oh, my God. (laughs) That sub-Saharan cricket team is doing great this year. (laughs) Are you following their journey? It's basically the story of cool runnings all over That's again. it. It's but cricket. Sport. Yep. <laughs> different sport. Speaking of cricket. There we go. <laughs> that might be that Dodger game in Paris, what that may be sounding like. Let's, uh, I want to get Jeff Grammer's opinion on baseball in France, because we'll have him on the program after the break. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. You are listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal, Van Nunley, Robert Buck D. Gibson, guest producer Bobcat behind the glass. What's on? What's going on, buddy? You enjoying your evening? You betcha. You having some fun with us? i I made you giggle at least once. Uh, probably, yeah. Probably once. Is that <laughs> the, oh, twice, twice. Never mind. twice. Who? See, so that's good. I got some surprised looks out of you. When He's I... a, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you always do. What's the over under on making you laugh during a show? Is it once a segment, once an hour, a like one and a half? You bet the over under? Um. Cause you're, you're on the other side.
2: Yeah, um... yeah. You're on
0: the KKOB side. It's a little more serious over there. Yes. Yeah. Usually. A little more delicate content. Usually. Weekends are different
2: though. It's it's more community oriented.
0: 505-246-0610. Reach out to us on the Sports Animal hotline 505-246-0610. Reach out to us on the Sports Animal text line. Let us know what you have to think about the sports world. Robert, if you didn't notice when I said those numbers, they're the same number. We make it easy for you, Elwood. you go. I mean, don't no need in changing and confusing people. Speaking of making it easy and not confusing anybody, boy, are we lucky to not be confused by this next guest who is the absolute best in the biz, the Albuquerque Journal's Jeff Grammer joins us. How's it going, my dude? It's good. How are you guys doing? Good, good, man. Having fun on the show today. So we stumbled across a story. I don't know if you heard last segment. We stumbled across a story while we were doing the show. And I love when this happens because, you know, we don't plan it out. We don't blah, blah, blah. But the Los Angeles Dodgers in Major League Baseball are in talks to go to Paris, France in 2025. Who does this make sense for, Jeff?
5: Oh, everyone. I mean, come oh. on. If, uh, when I think of a baseball and America's pastime, I think of France. Sure. <laughs> and I think of all the famous athletes that have come from France. Um, including on the list I just googled, Andre the Giant. Oh, of course. Um, mm. Former Lobo Kareem Esfandi, who played 16 games Ooh. in the 2019 season, and the list is pretty much stops there. But that's a pretty <laughs> good list.
0: I uh, I thought I was pretty I was pretty impressed with myself because I thought of Leo Durocher off the top of my really? head. Mm. Baseball baseball legend Leo DeRocher, the only Frenchman I could think of and then i googled it there, and bruce bochi is also on that list
5: i yeah bruce bochi is on the uh, the computer screen i'm looking at and a bunch <laughs> of track athletes that i've never heard of heard of so there you go a lot of track a lot of soccer um but yeah b- baseball Look get me Obviously, it's just they're not going to do it if it's not making money and the the thing is when you look at the ownership group of some of these teams now they have a lot of international business dealings now and that's why like um con the the I forget his first name but uh I think shad uh who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars sure, the Jaguars yeah. while they're awful in the n f l like they're a team that goes overseas pretty regularly because he has a lot of international business dealings and I think you're going to see this in all sports because of the uh the ownership groups they're they're international ownership groups now, and I just think that's what it's about it's not so much that I think France is like dying to to see some uh you know good three game series of baseball in a hundred and eighty two game season i I just think um, or one hundred and sixty two game series season sorry um but like i I think that uh it has to do with the the business ties the the television partners and that kind of stuff that's that's my guess but all that said, you gave me an excuse to mention Andre the Giant on the air. That's, that's good enough for me. <laughs> Bonus.
0: You're absolutely <laughs> welcome, my friend. Uh, we'll stick with baseball here. And I know we we're texting about this a little bit uh, behind the scenes, but it seems like we're about to start a new dead ball era. Offense is down to historical levels. Batting average hasn't been uh, this low since 1981. Slugging hasn't been this low since 54. It's kind of insane, isn't it?
5: Well, so I think, first of all, like I mean, the baseball I keep watching when I cover like the isotopes, uh, you know, they're they're hitting it like crazy. Um, the air is thin here; isotopes spark the ball, flies like crazy anyway. So they're doing just fine. But I, I will say that this dead ball era um, coincidentally seems to have lined up time wise with um, pitchers' hands and pitchers' hats being checked
1: mm, throughout yeah. the
5: game for substances and the spin rate on. The ball is not what it was just two years ago, and there's some pitchers, um, some very high-paid pitchers, that haven't been the same since they've been having their hands checked. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have your hand checked like Madison Bumgarner did the other day, which was just sort of kind of creepy. But um, That was so gross. <laughs> it
3: it yeah. was.
5: Like, I mean, you, have your, you find yourself somebody that looks at you the way that umpire was looking at that <laughs> Bumgarner because – that's that's what you want. But if it's not in that context, then that's not at all what you want, ever. So you, I, I do think that the dead ball era has probably something to do with the fact that, um, like, it kind of coincides coincidentally with pitchers. You would think that it would kind of maybe go the other way. But I just think the, the point is, like, a lot of people are being looked at now. I don't think that there's going to be a whole lot of, uh, Baseball numbers that, that go crazy, I, I, I think the steroid era was what it was, but I think baseball was finding new ways for a while to kind of get away with some stuff. And uh, I, I, I don't think that's going to be happening anymore. I think more than the dead ball era is I think players are about to go crazy at the minor league level anyway come May 17th when they start doing the automatic balls and strikes. And I don't know who they're going to complain to because the umpire behind the plate doesn't make the call anymore. Um, there's there's some technology changes in baseball that I think are going to you know, really start affecting how players respond to uh, to the gameplay. It's a lot of stuff that's going on right now that's just changing the game. Jeff, I, and not for the worse. I just think it's a lot sure. of change going on at one time. Jeff, let's
1: uh, take a pivot. Let's talk about the Lobos. Big news for the Lobos. Got a commitment from Wichita State big man. something that the Lobos really needed on the basketball team. Morris and I won't. Am I saying the name right? Udesi?
5: Yeah, that sounds good to me. Right. <laughs> um, luckily, the newspaper guy just has to type it. He doesn't ever really have to say it. <laughs> right. So, um, no, they needed him. Um, basically, so this this college basketball era that we're in with the transfer portal, every player is allowed one transfer without having to sit out a year. So there's so much more movement than there ever has been. And, and I think some people maybe confuse a lot of activity with – A lot of success in the recruiting world well the lobos only had two scholarships to fill this off season they in november filled three scholarships with three high school kids that's that's how recruiting used to happen you get some high school kids early and then maybe one transfer or two at the end of the season well the the lobos only had two to fill I, i know you know new mexico state aggies down the road um a team i also follow very closely and i went to new mexico state like they had 10 scholarships to fill so when they signed seven players you know, I think a lot of Lobo fans are like, what's going on? They're signing all these great players. Don't confuse a whole lot of activity or inactivity with good or bad recruiting. When you only have one spot to fill or two spots to fill like the Lobos do, and all you really need is a big man. That's the only thing they really need. They have a ton of guards on this team. They just needed the big man. So they were really slow and patient with this. Um, I do think this was a deal that was done. He visited officially. He had his recruiting visit on campus, uh, April 15th and 16th, I believe it was, or maybe 16th, 17th, mid-April, he he was on campus, he had one more visit after that to UNLV, but I think the deal was done you know, a couple weeks ago, and, and I just think he waited a little bit to announce it and made some people nervous, but this this was pretty much the top priority for the Lobos from early on in their recruiting process, and they got him, so... In that regard, it's good news. They still have one more scholarship to fill. They'll try and get another big man. But the Lobos are happy with what they're returning from last year. There's, sure. there's mm-hmm. not many teams in the whole Mountain West that are returning to all-conference players like the Lobos. So they finished ninth last year. It is what it is. But their their trajectory, getting what they needed and a big man and returning to all-league guards, is probably going to put them in position to be a top-half team next year.
0: I, I hope that he's all he's cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. Because all he's going to do is steal minutes from one of the greatest players in Lobo <laughs> history, Sebastian the Swedish street ball Forsling.
5: Well, I'll tell you what. Like, First of all, you're right. He's going to steal some minutes there. But <laughs> Sebastian Forsling is probably, the, in the grand scheme of things, because this guy's only a one year player. He's a graduate transfer with only one year of eligibility. I do think that Sebastian Forsling not having the pressure that he had last year as. He was the only center on the team last year for, for most of the year. And I I do think that when he would get in foul trouble, he would take it so hard. Um, he, he's He is a developing player. They had thought they were going to sit him out the entire year last year until they realized they couldn't because of the shortness of players and, and they lost a player before the season started, lost another one 12 games in, both at his position. So I do think Sebastian Porceling. at first glance, you're like, ah, like you said, it's taking his minutes. And it will. I think Sebastian Forsling playing 20 minutes a game next year is probably what's best for him. It's about what he played this year anyway, but he played this year in a really, we need you kind of position. Sure, sure. Next year's 20 minutes is going to be kind of in a little bit less of a pressurized place. I think you're going to see a much better Sebastian Forsling next year because he's not the only center on the roster now. Mm-hmm.
0: The mayor of Dallas came out today and said that they can handle a second NFL team. <laughs> I think the more important question is, can Dallas handle another team's worth of disappointment every year?
5: Well, when did they get the first NFL team? Hey,
0: oh, nice <laughs> the '90s, early
5: '90s.
0: They <laughs> know, the- was,
5: I'm a 49ers fan, like that that '90s 49ers and, uh, that was a and lot Dallas of fun. rivalry. That that was some good stuff, but. Sure. Uh, man there there I don't think there's a team in all of sports that gets as much uh gets as much attention um, good and bad and 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 it's good for the game it's good for sports but I don't think there's a team that gets as much attention to uh playoff success ratio like that's inverted than than the dallas cowboys like if that was really any other team, nobody would talk about the team that kind of maybe wins one playoff game every three or four or five years. Um, You know, that's the Memphis Grizzlies, I guess. Maybe you get a young star every now and then like Memphis has now, but that's, you know, actually they've had more success than Dallas has in the postseason. So I I just, maybe they can, they can support another um, football team because the, the fact is the reason they're relevant is because their fans nationwide are so, uh, so passionate even without the success and frankly i i cover a basketball team that's on a nine-year postseason drought that still shows up to games. so like mm-hmm. sure. having the passionate fans is what you want um that's that's exactly what you want in sports you want some success too but when the fans show up anyway and the dallas cowboy fans certainly do um that, that's a good thing so maybe they could support another team i doubt it's going to happen but like maybe they could
1: jeff i love your twitter i i saw a post <laughs> earlier where you were Playfully talking about you receiving a Pulitzer for your Twitter <laughs> for tweets. Yeah, I'm wait- still waiting <laughs> on the call. And I was scrolling down and I saw yesterday you have one that I need to frame. I like this. I'm, my sister would love it. Your favorite Mother's Day movie, La Bamba.
5: Every, every top movie list of mine starts and ends with La Bamba. <laughs> I It's the best movie ever. Anybody who hasn't seen it, I don't even know what we're doing right now. Like, what, I mean, look, I don't want you to just turn it off right now, but, like, the second this interview is over, go find La Bamba. It's your nearest VHS store. And um, watch it because it is the best movie ever.
0: Well, we got two more segments, Jeff. So seven, 701, <laughs> 701, 701, put on La Bamba. Oh, yeah, go find
5: that VHS store. Go go find your local Blockbuster and uh, rent it because <laughs> and if you, um, La Bamba. The bomb is like it's 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 a little bit of a of a kind of running joke I have on social media, but the so the backstory is this: my my older sister and I, three years older than I um, growing up in Santa Fe back when kids stayed at home all day, you know, home alone all day. Now that doesn't happen, but my the summer my mom bought us a VCR. We, she bought us two movies it was gremlins and La bomba oh, gremlins i was too afraid to watch um <laughs> we watched it like once and that that summer i was like i can't watch it it freaked me out and now i look at it and i can't believe i was scared of it but anyway i was and she bought la bomba for my sister i have no idea why but that was the only movie we had so we put it in in the morning mom went off to work watch it three or four times a day an entire summer and we could recite the whole movie now and. It's the best movie ever. It's the best sports movie I've ever seen. Best Christmas movie. <laughs> best movie.
0: If you want a great uh, '80s Mexican American throwback movie, day La Bamba first, and then wash it down with a little Blood in Blood Out right after hey, that. There we go. There we go. Hey, yeah. That's a double feature. I can dig. Are the Bucks the team to beat in the NBA playoffs? So we're kind of up against it, Jeff. So give me give me uh, your Cliff's notes
5: uh yes first of all i think they are the team to beat i do think golden state um you know i, I don't know i just with, with stats it's hard to to kind of i don't sure. know i go the bucks are the team to beat i i do think the bucks are going to win it
0: well there it is albuquerque journal's very own jeff grammer thanks for being a friend and thanks for being a friend of the show uh anything you want to preview while we got you
5: a nah, busy week for high school sports. I don't know. I haven't followed a whole lot of it this year, but this is the busiest week of high school sports. And uh, a lot of baseball, track, tennis, and uh, softball championships going on this week. So that'll be busy all over town. And uh, isotopes are playing the uh, with the space cowboys, right? Yes, Some they people are. People call them the gingers. yeah, so.
0: they do. You, uh, <laughs> you beat my dead horse joke because I did. I talked. I said the same thing earlier before stulting. <laughs> great there we go. Great minds think alike, my friend uh, we were <laughs> going to have you on another segment to talk winning time but you're one episode behind so no spoilers oh, your no. winning time recap when we get back you're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM610 the sports animal big thank you to Albuquerque Journal's Jeff Grammer for joining us always a treat to have him on the wealth of knowledge and information Entertainment, laughs, always got a good quip or a joke for us. Albuquerque, Duke City, loyal listener, fan of the show, were you watching Winning Time? Because I was hooked. I was there every Sunday night. I didn't miss an episode. I mean, it was must-see TV for me. It was destination TV for me. Mm -hmm. I thought it was amazingly well done. Cinematography, every single thing about it. By the way, you're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. By the way, we start every day at the YMCA, and I suggest you do too. you want to come get your swole on with the boys in the morning. We're there almost every morning, well, at least Monday through Friday. we got stuff to do on the weekends, right? So the casting was perfect dead on every single character in that show was perfect They did not miss magic kareem spencer haywood i mean come on john c riley as dr bus yeah I, I, I think they did kind of really good when they cast me man <laughs> I, i'm the owner of the los angeles lakers and i think they did very good <laughs> John well, I that back. John C. Riley was they perfect. They could have had Jude. Do <laughs> <laughs> Me doing John C. Riley doing Doctor Bush. Yeah. yeah, I think they just need to take one step down. The casting was perfect. The cinematography was amazing. When they like broke the fourth wall, just like just for a little bit, it happened like once or twice every episode that someone broke the fourth wall and like talk to the camera. I thought that was amazing. Yes, that was the best. How it wasn't about basketball but it was about basketball like the the larger cultural storylines. Like I just loved everything about it. I thought it was so entertaining. It seems like the show a kind of show that's going to hold up over time too, right? Yeah, so I
1: found out they they haven't shot it yet, but they have already locked in a season 2. They friggin' better because they yeah. left on a cliffhanger. Well, they if you look back at how they started, they started with Magic about to announce he has HIV. And it's nowhere close to that. We're just in the first season of them winning that championship, his yeah. rookie year.
0: Yeah, and we're not trying to give away too many spoilers. No. But I thought it was perfectly done, like the way they painted it. Some of the people in the story, though, they did not think it was perfectly done.
1: Oh, no. There was a big issue. Um, I know there's a lot been said about Jerry West, even Magic. You know who I want to hear from or a representation of him? Spencer Haywood. Spencer Haywood said it was accurate. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I, I missed that because but that Wood the- Harris played that role amazingly. He killed it. Yeah.
0: As far as just, like, not counting – John C. Riley, but just acting chops, yeah. Wood Harris was by far the best performance of the whole series. Yep, I thought he did great, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know about the ending like him getting kicked off the team. But he said, like, the way he came onto the team this was a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. he came out as saying that, like, no, they did a great job with him, with me, really represented who I was at the time, blah blah blah. Again, I don't know about the end. What Spencer Haywood thinks about the end of the show? Yeah,
1: because they were they were they went pretty raw on them. They did. They yeah. they showed everything. Sure. Um, what I loved about this series, it didn't turn the characters that we knew into caricatures. Yes, it didn't do that. Yeah, it, it really dove into I maybe re- maybe Larry Bird. Larry. Well, <laughs> I mean the people on the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you wasn't on the Lakers, you were a caricature. Sure. Larry bird uh, Dr. J, what's up all, mess- all of
0: them they were what's messed up about the way they portrayed Larry Bird <laughs> is that I see Larry Bird that way that's him, that's how I've always seen him, yeah, drink a beer in the locker room, got a flannel on with uh with the dip in his mouth, dip in his mouth, angry, yeah. upset, talking noise, chip on his shoulder, hates everybody, yeah, um,
1: I just loved it I, I love the. Another little side note that I did love, the way they showed Kareem. Kareem, not too many people have shown what he really is or who he really was. Yeah. I think they did a real good job, especially with him opening up as not being the old mean guy who does who's setting his ways. You got this young guy, Magic Johnson, coming on, and him recognizing the talent and the leadership and being able to relent it. It was like, hey, I know
0: you're the future. I've been the man, but you're the future. And even if it's like – just one season of a story, everybody had like a really good character arc. Yeah. Like yep. you can see development, you can see highs and lows to other people. And even you know, even Jerry West, he started off heel and ended up turning face. Like he yeah. he turned into one of the good guys. Yep. He was, you know, he was a doofus at first, and I'm sure they <laughs> they painted a picture of him that he did not appreciate but he became one of the good guys towards the middle and end of the show. Yeah. The casting was phenomenal.
1: These even the guy who played Michael Cooper was was great.
0: We should get Michael Cooper on to see what his thoughts are on now that it's over. Oh. That's a good one. Yeah, we got like there's a Michael Cooper bobblehead just sitting right down here. It. Yeah, Chilling. right there. See, there it is. Chilling. So I don't know why, like Jerry West was like so upset that he was portrayed in that way, like being angry and being spiteful and having a chip on his shoulder. You know why? Look, the name of his autobiography is "My Charmed Tormented Life." Yes. Like, what do you? That's and you're you're describing this right now. I think that's where they pulled it from. You know what it is with Jerry West because
1: Jerry West has there's two types of people who know of Jerry West. The people who are old enough to remember him as that player. And then the people like us who saw him as real suave, front office, cool comic collective, Mr. Mr. Clutch, the logo. Yeah. And so I don't know if he wants people like us to really know that's how he was. Sure. I think that was his problem.
0: Well, how many many people out there want put out in the media who they really are? Like who they really are. And then also remember, they didn't have social media. Sure. So this is their
1: taste of social media. Yeah. This is what forty years later. Yes, this is what <laughs> social media would have been. You see what everyone would have found out. In yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: That's exactly what it is. They they're not used to that. So, so I don't know why Magic didn't like his portrayal, but Magic, uh, Jerry West, I could see Doctor Bus, I could see why Magic Kareem, didn't like, like they all didn't like their portrayal. I could I I can
1: fully see why Magic didn't like it. Huh. He, he got with. So we see Magic, his wife Cookie he saw, we saw him messing with Cookie's best friend and how he was manipulating her, and they
0: don't don't paint him in the best light outside of the basketball. When we get back, a little more winning time talk and then the I-9 varsity, the varsity of long shots. You're listening to Two Men On on 95.9 FM and AM610, the sports animal. What a program, Albuquerque. We're going to wrap up winning time here and do our varsity of long shots I mean if we have time we got about six minutes here okay so I I mean obviously I was negative two years old in 1980 right <laughs> so obviously I don't remember the 1980 NBA finals but just being a sports dork like I know that was Magic Johnson's rookie year I know that he absolutely went off yeah the uh, game six triple double 42 points Blah yeah. blah blah. Like yeah. forty-two, fifteen, fifteen, something yeah. like that, right? Something insane. And um or actually let's pull it up. Yeah, forty two points, fifteen rebounds, eight assists. Sorry, seven assists, three steals. Yeah. That's insane. I had no idea that Kareem was hurt. I knew Kareem. Really? You didn't know that? I didn't know Kareem was hurt in game six. Yeah. Uh, Either that or I haven't, like, thought about that series in so long. It split my mind. Well, as a Laker fan, I knew that that
1: was the big thing because he played all positions. It was, you know, that
0: was one of the things that, being a lifelong Laker fan, that I kind of knew. So I'm I'm really excited to see where winning time progresses and they still have... The same vibe going forward where they're not just talking about the Lakers. They're talking about more about society during that time and what it's like, you know, the culture of that time. I hope they all like wherever they go with it, they always touch on something of substance throughout the story. because I thought it was captivating. I loved everything about it. Yeah, I can't wait till they really dig deep into the Celtics. Uh, Laker rivalry. God, that's
1: going to be so and interesting. I, I, they got to touch on the racism part. Sure. The perceived racism. Yeah. Because I was, I grew up in that, man. And I just thought even the black dudes were racist on the Celtics. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, Robert Parish. don't even like black
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> Today's I-9 Varsity is a varsity of long shots. Check out your league office I 9 It's League Office 280 at I 9 Sports.com. 505 312 4999. For all of your youth sports program needs. Also, you know, you got a, your kids got an interest that's outside of sports, contact them. They will support your kids. It's an amazing organization. We can't endorse them enough. League Office 280 at I 9 Sports.com. 505 312 4999. Today's on-air varsity is the varsity of long shots. You going to stick with sports? You got another idea here. Oh, I got one. I'm coming in hot All right. off the top. Hit me with it. I'm not going to say
1: the publication, but there's a publication in the city that puts out the best of. Okay. And there has been a lot of controversy about the best comedian in the city of Albuquerque. Okay. And it will always be a long shot that I will be mentioned on that. Okay. So yeah, that's where I'm going with that. So
0: you being even mentioned or? Mentioned. Just mentioned. Just mentioned. I always go at them. Every every year I go at them. Are you calling nepotism
1: right now? Yep, I am. (laughs) (laughs) I go at them every year. I go at them,
0: I go at the people they list. Like I don't, I don't play. We just got off the phone with friend of the show, Albuquerque Journal's Jeff Grammer. <laughs> I was just texting KOB TV's Brandon Ortega. Are yeah. we gonna have to do like a hard media push? Hey, we might have to do man. a media push for you next.
1: We might have to. You uh, know what? Hey, like because I'm the type. I know what my flowers now. I don't. I
0: can't smell when I'm underground. <laughs> I need them now, man. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> you know what the reality is, and you know you're the best oh. comedian in town. Oh. You don't need the accolades. Cause yeah, we, I do.
1: Yeah, okay, never mind. I'm T.O. Okay. What do you mean?
0: I'm writing this down. <laughs> I need I will, those, man. I will bring Robert a medal on Friday. It's
1: all about what's on your resume when it comes to this stand-up comedy.
0: Oh, is it really? It really is. Oh, okay. It really
1: is. Yep. What, what, what do you got? What do you got? What's, what's your long shot?
0: Oh, the friggin' Miracle on Ice. Like oh. the, that's the biggest one of all time, right? Yeah.
1: Yes. U.S. hockey defeats... Russia. And I didn't appreciate that one until I got older. Sure. Because I knew the call, and I was like, what's the big deal?
0: Also in 1980. Yeah, who cares? What's the big deal about that? They were a thousand to one before the tournament started. A thousand to one to win the gold medal. A thousand? A thousand to one. Oh my goodness. Do you believe in miracles?
1: (laughs) Yes! What's next on your (laughs) list? Um... I gotta go. I don't know if this is a big one, but in the moment for me it was. I, I gotta say the Patriots being beat the year they were undefeated in the Super Bowl, and they got beat by the Giants. Yep. I was shocked because I was I was thinking Randy Moss is gonna score five touchdowns. Sure. Demolish. You, you them. know, Tom Brady's gonna go crazy because that's what they did the whole year. And the yep. Giants weren't that good. They weren't that good. They weren't even the favorite out of the NFC. So, I was, that, to
0: me, that's one of the biggest long shots I can remember. They beat my Packers in the playoffs to get there. Packers were the favorites that year. They were. I remember that. Leicester City. Anybody remember this story from what? 2015? Lester City? Lester, Leicester City? Leicester. L-E-I-C-E-S-T-E-R. Pronounced Leicester City. They barely snuck into the Premier League by winning the uh, Champions League and they were 5,000-to-1 long shots to win the Premier League that year. What? 5,000-to-1. 1. They're one of the the least funded teams in the Premier League. The newest team in the Premier League had no chance. That's why they had those... Astronomical numbers. I got 1,000 to 1. Give me one with more. It.
1: Globetrotters lost in 1995 to Kareem Abdul Jabbar's All Stars. They lost that game, snapping an 8,829 game winning streak. Thanks for being with me
0: today, Robert Buck D. Gibson. Yes, Thank you, Bobcat, for being our special guest producer. producer. Yeah. Thank you. Good job. Thanks for all the callers and texters. Shout out to Lenny. Haven't heard of him in a while. Thank you, Isotopes, for estolting. Thank you for Albuquerque Journal's Jeff Grammer. Any final words, my dude? No, man. It's been a great day. Great Monday.
1: Way to kick off the week.
0: See you tomorrow, Burke.